Hello, and welcome to Saint Stories for Kids, a weekly podcast full of fun stories and facts about the holy men and women that have come before us. I'm your host, Chantal Barros. Saint Stories for Kids is brought to you by Shining Light Dolls. Discover award-winning Catholic dolls, books, and more. Catholic mom-designed, Catholic kid-approved. Visit www.shininglightdolls.com to learn more and sign up to receive free coloring page printables while you're there. Today we'll be telling the story of St. Joan of Arc, whose feast is celebrated on May 30th. Joan was born to a peasant family around the year 1412 in Domremy in northeastern France. Joan was born into a country that had been in a long war with England, known as the Hundred Years' War. It had started as an inheritance dispute over the French throne. At the time Joan was born, the French were losing the war. Joan lived a very ordinary farmer's daughter's life until the age of 13, when while in her father's garden, she experienced her first vision. She saw the Archangel Michael, St. Catherine, and St. Margaret. They told her God wanted her to help lead the French army in order to drive out the English and bring the rightful heir to the French throne in Rez for his coronation. Joan trusted in God's plan for her life and helped lead the French army in many victories over the English. She also succeeded in her mission of having Charles VII crowned king in Rez. St. Joan of Arc was captured and martyred by the English when she was only 19 years old, but her victories and legacy changed the course of French history. St. Joan of Arc is the patron saint of France, soldiers, prisoners, and martyrs. Now it's time for our story. It was late April when Joan of Arc and her army left Blois and began their journey toward the city of Orléans. They were following along the Loire River on the south side. She planned to take an army of 4,000 men with over 400 cattle and 60 heavy wagons into Orléans without being stopped by the English. Only the Burgundy Gate on the eastern side was accessible. All other entry points to the city were being blocked by the English, and the city of Orléans would not last much longer. The city was in desperate need of supplies and of deliverance from the English. If the supplies and army did not come, Orléans would fall to the English army, and if the city fell, the Kingdom of France itself would be in grave danger. The commanders of the French army decided to bring Joan and her army five miles upriver, where barges would be waiting to load the troops and supplies and ferry them across. They believed they knew better and had ignored her instructions. When Joan and her army arrived in Chessy after three days of walking, she realized that the leaders had not taken her straight to Orléans and the English and that she was on the wrong side of the river, with the wind blowing in the completely wrong direction. The barges that had been waiting to take her troops and supplies across would go nowhere. They were stuck. Joan of Arc was not the type of person anyone thought God would choose to lead the army. She was just 17 years old, only 5 feet tall, and a girl. People judged and criticized her, and her path was not an easy one. But God doesn't choose people to do his work based on what they look like on the outside. He knew her heart was strong, brave, and faithful. Joan was not deterred by this turn of events. God had sent her to free the city of Orléans from the English, and that's what she would do. She sought out the French commander that had made the decision to bring her here instead of straight to Orléans. They met in front of the church of Saint-Louis with a direct view of the barges that were going nowhere. Are you the Lord Dunois? Joan asked the man, not hiding the fact that she was upset. The commander nodded and told Joan how pleased he was to meet her. Joan continued, And was it your decision that my army should come here instead of straight to where the English are? It was. We thought it would be better and safer this way, Lord Dunois replied. 
In God's name, Joan said, the counsel of God our Lord is safer and wiser than yours. You thought to deceive me, and you deceive yourselves more, because I bring you better aid than ever came to any soldier or city, because it is aid from the King of heaven. Nevertheless, it proceeds not from love of me, but from God himself, who at the request of St. Louis and St. Charlemagne took pity on the city of Orléans, not wishing to allow the enemy to have both the body of the Lord of Orléans and also his city. Joan of Arc made the sign of the cross, said a prayer, and told him that God would change the winds so that they would be able to cross the river. As soon as Joan spoke those words, the wind very suddenly and dramatically changed direction. The sails on the barges filled with wind and were raised, instantly ready to cross the river. Joan and the commanders successfully crossed the river that very day and began the necessary preparations to free the city of Orléans from the English. With the necessary army supplies and food safely across the river, Joan attacked the fortresses of the English. Within a few short days, she had conquered the most important strongholds. On May 8, 1429, the English withdrew, and the siege of Orléans was over, just as St. Joan of Arc said it would be. St. Joan of Arc, the maid of Orléans, went on to free several more French cities from the English, and brought Charles VII to Rez for his coronation. She had succeeded in the mission given to her by God. The story of St. Joan of Arc reminds us that God has a special plan for each one of our lives. It doesn't matter how old you are, how much money you have, what you look like, or if you're a boy or a girl. What matters is the faith and trust in your heart. St. Joan of Arc, pray for us. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed the story. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, and reviews are always appreciated. Until next time.